dun, 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 dun. Mike, football season is back. We had a pretty good week zero slate of games, right? Now we get into the big one. Welcome to another episode of the 504 Core Podcast. The Saints just made some cuts. What was your biggest surprise? Biggest surprise? Um, I kind of have two. Uh, like, well, I guess it's not really a surprise, but well, I guess it is. Uh, Headley, the the punter, making over Gilligan. I thought Gilligan has been one of our better players. Uh, yes. Years. And um, or was he a rookie last year? Or no, two years ago. Two he years had a really ago. good twenty twenty one. Last year, he took a little bit of a step back. Yeah, he must have imploded in camp. Um, I was really, really surprised that he was one of my favorite players on the team. I mean, to replace Morstead's a big, a lot of big shoes yes, to fill. Yeah. And yeah, he came in and he, I mean, he borderline dominated. I mean, he was, he was incredible. Um, I saw so, to see him, he wasn't even cut. He's still on the roster, isn't he? No, he's cut. He was cut. Uh, cause yeah. I know they were trying to trade him. Weren't they trying no, to trade him? At yeah, they time? caught him. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, no, I was, I was really, really surprised to see that, uh, Headley, uh, you know, third year old punter out of Miami, 30 year old Australian. Yeah. So it was pretty, land pretty down under. And he's, you know, just surprising to see that more than, more than anything else. And then of course, you know, big nuts, let's get traded. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wasn't really surprised by that. So, um, special teams hour, I guess. Um, what about you? What was your biggest surprise? Roby. Bradley yeah, Roby. True. Yeah. Getting cut just because, uh, you know this as well as I. You need so much depth in that defensive back room. If Alante Taylor or um, Paulson Adebo get hurt, dude, you need somebody to step in. And Bradley Roby has that experience. He can play. And cornerbacks, you, you just need like four or five of them. And I don't feel like the Saints outside of their top four have somebody that can step in and you feel comfortable that they're not going to be toast. And he also is versatile. He can play that nickel role, and he's a veteran, and he's got NFL experience. I was very shocked about him. Um, also, how does Trey Quan Smith keep making this roster? I don't get it. Is it is this blocking? I mean, I really don't get it. Uh, he's been inconsistent his whole career. He's barely ever healthy. Um yeah, dude, I'm bewildered by that. And then Jalen yeah. Smith not making it. They need depth at linebacker. Um, yes, I saw the I saw the day they signed into the practice squad, so I could see him yeah. being elevated pretty soon. But yeah, going back to the Roby thing, I guess it was just purely a cash or a savings. I'm against the cap. I mean, him and well, I know this. Uh, someone said that they for Lutz they saved 1.7, and I'm not even sure if they'll save on Roby, but that sounds more like a financial move above anything else. I mean, I guess. Every dollar counts at this point um, because they flirt with that every single year. But, yeah, it's surprising to see you're going to move Alante Taylor on the inside. Yeah, yeah no, really I, I, I agree. Alante is going to probably play the nickel role, and then Adebo is going to be at the uh, outside cornerback. Um, defensive line, did you see any surprises there? No, not really. Um I thought Jalen Phillips might have. I know he got signed to the practice squad today or yesterday, but I I would have thought he would have made it, maybe made the roster. He's a veteran, been around. He made a couple of plays. He had that pick in the preseason game. Yeah. Um, maybe I thought maybe he could have done 
could be a done enough to be a rotation guy, but no, nothing's really too surprising regarding are, that. Um, are you excited about the? Uh, it's going to be a lot of Colorado flavor heading. I mean, New Orleans flavor heading to Colorado. With Will Lutz getting traded to the Broncos. That was a big surprise. Um, but you want to go into the Saints predictions this year? Yeah, we can. Uh, we talk about the Denver Saints. But, yeah, my friends were getting pissed. He's like, it's like, oh, Sean Payton's poaching all of our players. I'm like, you're really not poaching. He's taking the scraps. Yeah, that's what I was – that's exactly what I said. He's just getting the scraps, bottom feeding. But, um, yeah, I mean, Denver, you know, I guess he's trying to grab guys he's familiar with, which makes sense. But, um, yeah, we can go into predictions. You want to go game by game or what do you want to do? Um, We could just do overall predictions, right? We could save the game by game one next week, uh, right before uh, we do that on Monday. But overall predictions, I'll, I'll say this: I'm very higher in the team. I had them at ten and seven before this training camp, but watching Derek Carr uh, kind of communicate and lead this offense, watching him sure up that defensive line. There's not going to be a lot of stars, but they're going to have a lot of depth on that defensive line which I was thought was going to be a weakness, believe it or not, coming into training camp. Linebacking core of DeMario and Pete Warner stay healthy. That's a top five defense again. It is. Offensively, man, Juwan Johnson, I just made a trade. You call me crazy? I just traded Darren Waller for Juwan Johnson straight oh, yeah, that, up. Okay. That's... Straight up. Juwan Johnson's going to be a top five tight end this year in fantasy football. He's going to have 10 touchdowns. What, what round did you get Waller in? Like the fifth. So you traded. So you basically took Juwan Johnson in the fifth round in fantasy football. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's a bit extreme. Uh, right, Waller, yeah. Waller does have a lot of injuries. Hot but. take. Yeah, Darren Waller, and then I don't trust the Giants, dude. I don't. I think the Giants take a step back this year. I re- I'm not a Danny Dimes fan. He's okay. I'm really not. So I have the Saints winning their division. And winning a playoff game, making it to divisional round, I am going to say eleven and six. All right, I'm almost going to say twelve and five, but I'm going to give them six losses. Uh, but I'm going to say eleven and six, win the first round of the NFL playoff, making it to the divisional round. Yeah, I, I, I always said ten and seven, so I'm going to stick with it. I know Vegas has the over under at. Nine. Um, family guys blaring in the background. One second. But yeah, I mean, Vegas has um, Vegas has it at nine. I think the Saints will get ten. Vegas is usually within one or two games of that, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, if they get eleven. I think they they could easily get eleven. Should they could even get twelve? I mean, the roster. I mean, not the roster. The schedule is so bad with basically everything. I mean, the divisions gonna be terrible. I mean, the Bucks are literally gonna be a top, bottom five team. Panthers are gonna be a bottom five team. Atlanta has QB issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. The division's really, horrible. Yeah, the division's uh, the, the, terrible. The best quarterback you face in uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to take a big step this year, but it's your best quarterback that you face. Do you face, what, two top 10 quarterbacks? If you count Kirk Cousins as a top 10 quarterback the entire season, the teams are horrible. You you play the AFC South this year, 
Texans suck. The Titans aren't going to be that great. The Colts have a lot of problems. And then you also face, what, the Patriots as your extra game? Eh, okay. That's a tough game. And then the uh, AFC North, do the Lions and Packers scare me? And Bears? I mean, the Lions maybe a little bit, but not really. And then you're catching Green Bay. I mean, it's a road game, but you're catching them earlier in the season, uh, late September. So it won't even be that cold if cold at all. So that's that's pretty big time. If they were if they were going in there, you know, December or late November, I think that would be something to be slightly concerned with. But yeah, I mean, just the biggest Saints, the biggest thing with the Saints to me is just Dennis Allen. Like, are you going to be able to prove yourself with all this? Um, Definitely the most talented team he's ever had, considering he used to have Terrell Pryor at QB and all that when he was a Raiders head coach. But, yeah, I mean, this is a massive step for him. Can he prove and just show us that he can be an NFL head coach? And that's that's probably the biggest thing I'm yeah. really looking out for. I mean, that, that Bucks game last year, you're just like, wow, that's just not good. I mean, I remember everyone's had his throat last year for that, but rightfully so. But, I mean, this, this, is, this is the year for him. Uh, not a lot of people are really talking about it. Everyone's kind of talking about everything else, which I kind of find interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You're, not, you're right. Not, not many people are really talking about Dennis Allen. I mean, if Dennis, if Dennis Allen doesn't get at least 10 wins, I mean, even if he should be gone. Yeah, he should be gone. I mean, the 10 wins is the benchmark um, he has to hit. So I'll be really surprised if he doesn't hit it, to be honest with you. So surprising. Um, I agree with Dennis Allen not. Receiving more backlash the last half of offseason. But uh, to be seen, he's got all the tools. This is his roster this year. He kind of shaped it how he wanted. He shaped the coaching staff how he wanted. So he's got everything in place. Mickey Loomis loves to give coaches chances and serve the head coach. And that's what he's doing here. He got Dennis Allen his quarterback. He got him his coordinators. He got him his roster. Now it's time to see. He has no excuses this season. Talking about high expectations, LSU. A lot of high expectations, Mike. Big game, top 10 matchup. LSU, Florida State, two teams that could be in the college football playoff hunt. Uh, what are you expecting from this game? I, You know, Florida State's returning a ton of talent. I think LSU matches up pretty well with them. I mean, last year – the you know that I would say they'd be facing Mason Smith this year, but obviously that's not going to happen. Um, but I mean, the biggest X factor, two, the two big, two biggest X factors I see in this game that are different from last year is you got an established O line. The O line's completely revamped, completely better. Like you, you don't have any question marks. I mean, they had Garrett Dellinger being our starting center last year, and he, he struggled. So the O line will be better. And then you have um, Harold Perkins. I mean, that's the yeah. biggest one. The LSU is literally the best player, so he's going to get he's going to get uh, some playing time and to be a disruptor. So those are the two biggest things. But he's I know be on the field the entire game. Yeah, the, you can't really take him off the field. But I know you know Florida State returning a ton of talent. I think they're top five in the country returning returning starter. So. It's going to be an interesting game. I think it'll be a close game. I know Vegas has it at two and a half for LSU, but um, I'm curious to see. Uh, what, what year is the quarterback? And he's like a fifth year. Yeah. Him and Jaden Daniels are top five for Heisman odds. Uh, Jordan Travis. He's been there for a while. He made a lot of really good plays last year. Good escapability. Had some good balls. They have some weapons now. Florida State does. But 
overall, I just think LSU has the better team. And I think LSU has the chip on his shoulder this year, Mike, right? It's Brent Kelly's first game last year in a Superdome. You you go 99 yards, basically tie the game. They block the extra point. It's just brutal. Just brutal. Yeah. Um, the, the amount of mistakes they made last year is absurd. I mean, neighbors dropping the punt on, like, inside the five, you know, missing the field goal, botch snaps. Uh, didn't they go, what was it, seven for eight or something like that on third down? Yeah. I mean, they. I'm, that's what I remember last year. They got every third down. Like, third and long, didn't matter. It could be third and 99. Like, they didn't get the damn third down last year. So, it was it was incredible um, how bad they And they were still in the game. They were. Yeah. I mean, they literally got down to a, a block field goal that – Set the game, uh, put the game away. So, yeah, yeah score, prediction. Be, uh, score prediction. Um, I'll go 35 31 Tigers. I think the defense does hold set forward a little bit. I got LSU winning 31 23. I think Florida points. State gets a late touchdown. LSU recovers like an onside kick and runs out the clock. It's hmm. interesting. That's that's yeah. the first of my uh, Rocky Mountain bets here. Brought Rocky to you by the Rocky Mountains, cold as the Rockies. Anywho, uh, is LSU minus two and a half? I think LSU's the better team. I think they have a chip on their shoulder. They remember that game from last year. Uh, Jaden Daniels, year of experience. He's going to come in there with experience receiving core and now experience offensive line. Um, which I thought it was great that actual Will Campbell got the number seven jersey, right? It's always been a playmaker, but he's going to be a first-round pick, and he is the best player on that offense. And he's the best player from Louisiana, which Kelly wants for that number seven jersey. Um, do you think do, do you think the number seven's lost a little bit? Uh, Flair since Leonard? Yes. Yeah, I mean, who who who's been who's been number seven since then? Oh, is it has it been Jonathan Jonathan Giles is or Booty Giles, Booty? Yeah, I mean, he, Delpit Delpit was solid, but he wasn't he didn't play up to the standard of seven, but he was good. Yeah. The um, year before he, that, he was really he good. won the didn't he win the Thorpe Award and he wasn't even the best DB in the country to no. that year. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, um, I think Giles, St- Stingley got it too. Chark was after Fournette, right? Yeah. Chark yeah. got it. Who else? There was one other one, I think. Stingley got it. Stingley, well. yeah, but he didn't even play up to that standard either. So it's almost – I wouldn't say it's a curse at this point, but it kind of has been. The most recent players have gotten it. They haven't really lived up to it. But Will Campbell's on the rise. He's a sophomore. You know, he's a complete stud. I just – I know when Brian Kelly came here, his, his two things were tight ends and offensive line, and he's completely revamped it. So Quickly. Yeah, quickly, yeah. Um, so he's, he's setting that standard, and he's putting it out there like, look, you know, you're, you're a lineman. You can earn this prestigious jersey number. Um, I thought that was pretty It doesn't matter what position you are. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, Harold Perkins will probably get in. Oh. He can't. He's from Texas. Well, but he's from – isn't he from Louisiana, though? Yeah, but he wants the best player on a, on from Louisiana. Yeah. If, he, if he didn't make that rule, it would have been Perk, dude. It would have been I, Perk easy. I was really surprised Josh Williams didn't get number 18. That was kind of – Mingo makes sense, though. So. Yeah, no, Mingo's a great player. He's pretty underrated, if anything. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Josh Williams – I know Zach was talking about Josh Williams probably going to get it. And next thing I know, I saw Mingo get it – or Wingo get it, so – 
Yeah. Um, you want to do bets? The Rocky Mountain bets? Want to finish it? I'm going to finish my Rocky Mountain bets. Yeah, what you got? All right, so South Carolina right now, two-and-a-half-point dogs against North Carolina. They came on last year, the second half of the year. They beat Tennessee. They beat Clemson. They should have beat Notre Dame. I think Spencer Rattler's finally gotten it figured out. I love Beamer ball, Shane Beamer. Um, I think they actually beat an you know, really good quarterback battle there in week one. But I think they beat Drake May in North Carolina. I don't trust the Tar Heels defense at all. Also, where's it at? Bank um, of America Stadium. That's not. Yeah. That's not South Carolina, is it? No, uh, that's that. That's the that's Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this, that's Charlotte North. That's the Panthers Stadium. They're they're, they're playing at a neutral site, um, taking on it's the Battle of the Carolinas. Uh, but I, I believe in Spencer Rattler and kind of what Shane Beamer's doing. Um, another bet I also have, Mike. Are you taking the points or the money line on that? I'm taking a – oh, dude, I'm going to go money line. All right. I like it. What else you got? All right, hold on. I'm pulling it up right now. want to make sure I get this right. I have Tennessee minus 28.5 over Virginia. Virginia is the worst power five team this year they lost everybody in the portal they they were horrible last year they're a mess of a program and tennessee like their offense is going to score points their quarterback i'm drawing a blank on his name um can throw it a million yards he, he, he balled out in that uh orange bowl win against clemson um hold on, i'm pulling up his name milton yeah yeah joe milton Joe Milton could throw out a billion yards. Their offense is going to put up points, and Virginia is just – they're horrible, Mike. They're horrible. I really think Tennessee <laughs> just whoops them. All right. I like it. You got anything else? Um, I already said LSU. Tulane, so, South Alabama. What do you think dude, about that? It's six and a half, man. Everybody, like, looks at this game as kind of like a underrated game. But I feel like it being the first game, Tulane's going to come out kind of like with Edge to prove that, I mean, they got a lot of guys back. South Carolina won 10 games. I'm staying away from it just because I want to see how Tulane is without Tajay Spears. I know they got Michael Pratt back, so they can win this game by three touchdowns, easy. But that South Alabama team is just sneaky. I'm, I'm staying away from that game. Um, I'm looking here. Dude, Penn State... Uh, favored by 20.5 over West Virginia. West Virginia, another really bad Power 5 team. Could they hmm, could they sneak that in there? Could, could they cover 20.5? Dude, I, I'll tell you who would cover. Nevada covers Dude, on USC. That's what I'm saying. Like, Nevada basically just has to put up 10 to 14 points, and they're going to win that game. Nevada, no, USC's defense is not it's horrible. good. Yeah. They, they gave up, what, 28 to San Diego's uh, San Jose State? Yeah. San Jose good. State isn't very good. I think Nevada is better than San Jose State. I agree. Yeah, 38. 38 is pretty egregious. Um, yeah, 38. Yeah. That's a All lot. right. Uh, up, upset, too. I'm taking Boise State plus 15 and a half 
against Washington. Washington, real contender in the Pac-10 or Pac-12. Uh, their quarterback, Heisman Trophy candidate, right? They're going to be a top-10 team potentially this year, but Boise State's better than that. Boise State and Tulane are best two group of five teams. I think they hang around there in the battle of, uh, was it, Chris Peterson Bowl? Since he coached at both places, the Chris Peterson Bowl. I think they yeah. hang around in that game. All right, I like it. What about Florida Utah tomorrow night? What do you think? Um, are, is Cam Rising playing? Uh, he's not. He wasn't. Is he hurt? What's going on? Yes, I believe he's hurt. Hmm. I know. He's, I know the spread was at not expected to play. That's tricky. That's tricky. Now it's four and a half instead of six and a half. Florida beat him last year, but no Anthony Richardson. A lot of question marks on that team, and it's at Utah. I'm still going to say the Utes win. Everyone keeps saying how down and out Florida is um, this year. They were like, if, if Florida gets seven wins, they're like, oh, it's going to be a successful yeah. season. So I don't see how they get six wins, Mike. Really? They have to win this game. Would that put Napier in the hot seat or what? Uh, yes. Yeah, I wonder how long his leash is on that with Florida. I guess to give him three years at max. If he'll say he gets six, it's it's six Florida, more. dude. Did you just watch uh, Swamp Kings? I mean, Florida's got expectations like LSU, except they haven't put out the last ten years. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, let's say Napier gets seven wins this year. What you give him that third year or what? Yes, he gets seven. He he gets to stay. He gets five. He's gone. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, he 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 lucks out a lot. I know you know people don't disagree, but he really does tend to luck out a lot. So I wouldn't be surprised. You know, he, he pulled a couple games out of their ass um, this season. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, tomorrow four and a half. Uh, just if you want to be fun, just take Florida money line, especially if Utah's starting QB isn't playing. So yeah, why not? Um, and then you said LSU, Florida State. What are you doing there? Uh, LSU minus two and a half. Yeah, I took the money line just for safekeeping on LSU. I think it's like minus 140. I think that's better in my opinion. I'd, I could easily see like 28, 26 or like they win by two. I could easily see something stupid like that. Um, it just reeks, reeks of that kind of game, just for State backdoor cover. So we'll see. Um that's my opinion on that. I agree. And then I don't really see anything else worth yeah. all the spreads. I mean, the games are average at best. They're just a bunch of like power fives. And then, well, I'll say this: there's a couple of games I'm excited for. So which, obviously, which LSU, one? Florida State, North Carolina, South Carolina. That's going to be a very good game. I think Utah, Florida is going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that Washington Boise State game as well. Yeah, that's a sleeper game. 14, yeah, it's not a lot. I would think it'd be a little more than that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch Texas for a little bit. I don't see how Texas looks regarding that. Uh, Especially against Alabama next week. Yeah, that, mean, that's game of the week. Yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be great on that. Um, any other bets that catch your eye? Nope, not this week. Uh, that's about five or six bets. Normally, we only give you a few. So. I got, First time I got at the bet. Rocky Mountain, so. I got what? a bet. Um, 
outside of football, we're going to UFC. Sergey Spivak, plus 145. I think that's what he was when I got it in. Um, Dude, what's up with Logan Paul just getting roasted on Twitter? <laughs> Hold on. Let me make my case before we dive into that. But, yeah, Spivak, he's a wrestler. I always take wrestlers. He's tough as nails. Doesn't speak a lick of English, which always scares the shit out of me. Um he speaks a little bit, but he is a stud. He's on the rise. Um, I think, you know, Surogan, he got tapped out by, I mean, John Jones is the GOAT, but he got tapped out within like three minutes. It was kind of embarrassing. So Spivak, I like, he can, he could stand and bang as well. But if you just want plus, if you just want value, just take him at plus 140. That's my bet of the week. And then what were you we saying? Logan Paul? Yeah. I think we're talking about this clown. Um, yeah. His, his wife or fiance is just, She's been she's been around the block a couple times, so that's yeah. Like, oh, buddy, it's been rough to see, dude. Real rough. I doubt that fight even happens. Yeah, I mean, so. he's like, he's like, oh, you know, um, you keep talking about my wife and posting stuff. We're gonna cancel a fight, and Dylan Dennis is like, all right, and he just keeps posting shit. It's like, I guess he's. I know he's trying to sell the fight, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just. We'll see. I, I hope it happens. That'll be interesting. But Dylan Dennis is first team all troll, so I don't know. Absolutely, brother. All right. That's about it for the five oh four core podcast. Make sure you get your TVs ready. I'm trying to get two or three, right? Watch these college football games. Best time of the year. That's it. Peace out. Bye.